بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الذين يبردز به أفن أمانز الأحاديث في رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم and many kitabs on ahadith begin with the same hadith innama al-a'malu bin-niyat the riwayat of Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu anhu when he says that Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said that all a'amal are based upon the intentions and wa innama likullim ri'im manawa whatever a person intends according to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him then the same hadith continues, فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ That person who immigrates, who migrates, for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so his immigration will be for Allah and Nabi alayhi salatu wa sallam. Accordingly, Allah tabarak wa ta'ala will treat him. وَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِلدُّنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا أَيْمَرَأَةٍ يَنْكِعُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَجْرَ إِلَيْهِ And clearly Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentioned that person who makes hijrat, that leaves his town, his city, his country, and immigrates, لِدُّنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا To attain some dunya, or to marry a woman, then accordingly his hijrat will be for that sake, Allah ta'ala will treat him accordingly. But this is a very foundational hadith in the life of every Muslim. That first of all, إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ That all actions are based upon the intentions. The first question is, what is the intention of my life right now? What is the maqsood? What is the objective of my life? Accordingly, Allah Taala will treat me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will deal with me. If I make the maqsood and the intention of my life, what we call رِزَاءِ إِلَهِ the pleasure of Allah Taala, which is the greatest thing in a person's life, to gain the pleasure of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, accordingly Allah Taala will open up avenues to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That is the first maqsad. my life is for this. And in Surah Al Nasharah, Allah Taala addresses Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam, "Faida faraghta fansab." That oh my Nabi, faida faraghta, jab tum farigh ho jao. When you become farig and free, fansab, then ground yourself in ibadat of Allah. The Shafi Sab Rahmatullah explains, فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ The Nabi of Allah, when you become farig, when you become free. Now here the Nabi of Allah is being addressed. When you become free from what? Not from dunya work. When you become free from the activities of deen. Meaning now that anything besides those ibadat that are the objective of your life, anything besides that, are all such things that are dini activities. Mufti Shafi Sahib Rahmatullah explains that when you become free from the dini activities, referring to your da'wat and tabliq, that you're involved now in da'wat, calling people towards Islam, you're involved in tazkiyah, in purifying sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, ta'alim and ta'allum, involved in learning and teaching, all these are dini activities which are not the maqsood and objective of your life. These are wasail, these are mediums to the objective, which is the pleasure of Allah via the means of ibadat. A person learns the fadail and he learns the virtues of wudu, it's a lot of reward. So the whole day he makes wudu. Say, no, bhai, this is not the objective. Although there's much reward, he learns the object, he learns the virtues now of learning and teaching. So the whole day he wants to sit with the kitab, 
You say, no, this is only a medium now to encourage you to get to your ob- objective. Which is fun sub, which is to ground yourself in the ibadat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ Also, Mufassirin explain this word, فَرَغْتَ فَارِغْ To become free. Meaning these ibadat are such now that there is a cut of time. We cannot engage the entire time in this. According to the need of the time, you engage yourself. فَرَغْتَ It can be finished off. Now finish it. Finish the work you are doing now, the activities. And now major portion of your time should be in the object of your life, فَنْصَبْ Now, Erect yourself, ground yourself in fansab in ibadat of Allah. Fansab in what? He said, now spend major portion of your time and in between your dini activities also break away. Like how you have Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, he had his ishraq in the morning. Then he will engage in da'wah, tabliq, ta'alim, and ta'allum, and tazkiyah. Then again salatu duha was chast namaz. Then came after zawal, also these four akats of salatu zawal also. But there's a reward for that. Then the Zohar Salah. Then engage, engage again. Whatever you have to do, your dini activities. Then come for Asr once again. Then after Maghrib, you have your six, eight rakats of Awabin. So there's always some ibadat in between, in between, in between. That finish it off, now get to this. Finish it. Azan goes to all the activities. Now from sub. Now come back to the ibadat of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Of the Shafi Sahib Rahmatullah Ali when he comes to the ibadat of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, Salah is top of the list. As much as you can in Salah. And we are taught a person now, as long as he's engaged in the ibadat of Allah, which is the highest from Salah, as long as you're involved in the ibadat of Allah, whatever your needs are out of Salah, Allah will take care of it. Because now you're standing before Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, whatever your needs are, Allah will take care of it. Salah number one. Then he says after Quran, dhikr and dua. These are the ibadat which Allah Ta'ala has made every insan for yabudun to worship Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Everything else is an activity. Whether it comes to a personal mashwara, social work, welfare work, all these are dini activities which are there to facilitate our ibadat. Which is a maqsad of life. So a person makes the intention of his life that my life now is for the deen of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala, for the ibadat of Allah, Allah Ta'ala will treat him accordingly. And then when it comes to hijrat, also intentions, Allah might explain. Early in the morning, your person wakes up, he's making wuzu, he's making istinja. In his heart, in his mind, start making niyats for the day. That what I want to do today, positive in intentions. Ya Allah, from today, every salah will take ula, safi awwal, my Quran tilawah, dhikr, dua, whether it's gush, jamaat is come, nusrat, hijrat, and all his amal make the intention. And accordingly, a person makes the other intentions, Ya Allah, save me and Give me the tawfiq to refrain from all those things that will dis- your disobedience. It will bring your anger and your wrath. Make the intention in the morning. As, as long as you're making the intentions in your heart, Allah will treat you accordingly. Ya Allah, whatever work I have today, deeny activity, also Allah might actually remember how to make our dunya deen also. Abdul Hamid sahab, Ustazi says, that how to make your dunya into deen is that you take out time from the masjid to go to the dunya, finish it off quickly and come back. Not that I take out time from my dunya for my deen a little bit. Running for salah, running back again. He says that is dunya, not deen. Your dunya will become deen is when I take out time from my deen for my dunya. Then I come back to the masjid. And then we say now that we have to earn a livelihood. You see, we're not making money to make more money. We're not making dunya to make more dunya. 
how to make dunya ibadat also, that I'm engaged in my dunya to facilitate my deen. How much of dunya to make enough for me to be comfortable when I'm reading my salah, for example, Fajr salah I'm reading now, I've engaged in so much of dunya that I'm comfortable enough to read my salah with itminan, khushu, concentration, devotion, my mind is at ease in my salah. I don't have this concern and fikr that, Ya Allah, where am I going to have breakfast this morning? I don't have enough. How will I take care of my family for the day? How will I put food on the table? So I engage in so much of dunya that I'm comfortable enough now to perform my salah with itminan and with a free mind. I can engage in my Qur'an tilawat with a free heart, my dhikr, dua. So that amount of dunya I will work for to facilitate the objective of my life. Not just to make dunya, to make more and to make more. I made some, now to invest it in more and make it more and double it. Now what is happening, ulama explained that I'm making so much of dunya, and they're investing more in dunya, that now in my salah also, instead of having itminan, I've got chakra in my salah also, I've got more figure of my dunya. I've got to finish up quickly here to take care of more, and then to make more. So when will I free myself now from this for fun sub? To now ground myself in my deen that now I'm, I'm free for my deen. For ibadat of Allah, for dua, I've got enough time. And in fansab also, Mufassirin say, you get the meaning of nasab, which means tiredness. Oh my Nabi, make so much ibadat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, until you become absolutely tired, the body pains, the feet become swollen. This unfortunately now, our feet are becoming swollen, standing behind the counter, in the shop. When they come for salah, it's quick, quick. It's supposed to be the other way around. So all amal now, based upon our intentions, a person who will make hijrat, People are asking, do we leave the country, stay in the country, unrest, volatility? The entire 23 years of nubuwat, of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was complete unrest. Makkah, Makarramah, the enemy. Medina, Munawwara, they're also the enemy. All the time unrest. Hijjat is only for Allah, and for the deen of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. That too, hijjat to facilitate my deen, not my dunya. Hadith Sharif says, the person who will emigrate now for dunya, they say he will lose both. He will lose his deen and his dunya. Just to conclude, we find within our own country also, people are asking, do we leave? Do we go somewhere else? I know myself in my locality, in my masjid, amongst my friends, I have a certain deeni profile. I have my kurta, topi, salah, whatever it may be. People know me as a certain person. And to do anything otherwise becomes difficult because people know me already that I'm engaged in certain effort of deen, whatever it may be. But within our own country, we know when I go for a little holiday away from my environment of the masjid, maktab, madrasa, my children also, my profile is a bit adjusted. The tobi might come out, the cap will come on. The pants will get a bit shorter. The kurta might come out also. Within my own South Africa, people might meet me, they say, Muli Sahib, you're on holiday. They say, Gee, I can't recognize also the Muli Sahib, the Imam Sahib also, because he's on holiday right now. So his holiday dress is different within the own country. So within my own country, I can't maintain the level of my deen which I usually have in my own locality. We can imagine a person leaves his country and make hijrat to another place where there is not this level of deen we are enjoying right now. Will he maintain his deen or not? His own wife, his own children. Hadith Shari says, we have to immigrate for Allah and Rasul 
So we can answer the question ourselves. Will, will my immigration moving elsewhere be for Allah and Nabi Ali salatu salam or not? Then a person knows, should I move or not? So we are living now for the deen of Allah, ibadat of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala give us understanding, inshaAllah. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanallah.